and welcome to the Loan Officer Team Training Podcast. My name is Irene Duford. I'm your host, and I am so happy to have with us today a social media mogul, (laughs) a social media expert, and her name is Chelsea Gardner. Welcome, Chelsea, to the Loan Officer Team Training Podcast today. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, so I'm super excited to tell people who you are, what you do, how you started. So let's get let's get started with what got you into marketing to begin with. Oh, do you want to go way back to my, <laughs> my, my college days? Yeah, so I got into marketing. A lot of people don't know this about me, but when I was in college, I actually opened up a retail pet store. And, and so I got into business management from opening up a retail pet store, decided I absolutely hate management, but I loved the marketing aspect of it and putting kits together and sales and all of the things that go into running a business kind of to get obviously people in the door. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I completely switched gears in my profession over to marketing um, because of that. And so that started way back when, and then it just kind of tumbled from there to get into obviously marketing jobs in corporate America and all of that. So that's where it actually all started. A lot of people don't know I I used to own a pet store. (laughs) Wow. That doesn't surprise me at all. (laughs) (laughs) Most aren't surprised. They're just like, oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Well, that gives you a good start in business, right? In what it's like to run a business and that type of thing. So you've been in marketing for over 10 years and you've owned your company for the last three years and it's called Chelsea Gardner Marketing, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay, <laughs> great. Yeah. And so you're on, tell me what social media platforms you're on. Yeah. So I personally am on everything, right? Like I'm on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, I, uh, all the things um, at the Chelsea Gardner. And, you know, something though, like I'll do a little caveat here is even though you're on all the platforms, you really want to focus on one platform. And so you will find me primarily on Instagram. So if you are like sending me a message or trying to reach out, Instagram is the platform to actually like communicate with me the most. Okay. So we're a couple minutes in and you already gave us a valuable tip. So (laughs) even though you're on more than one platform, focus on one. And what's the reason for that? Yeah. Because one, if you're doing social media yourself, right, if you're DIYing it, or if you're kind of the face of social media and you're in your direct messages, you're doing the videos or the posts, trying to grow multiple platforms is going to take a lot of time and a lot of energy that most people in any business just don't have. Mm -hmm. And so really focusing on one platform to actually put your energy into to grow is the best way to do that. That's, you know, obviously you can take the same post and post them all over all the platforms, but really focusing growth on where your ideal client is, is going to be key for social media burnout and you know all of those things that come along with that. And once you nail down, like let's say you wanna focus on Instagram, once you nail down Instagram and you have a good following, then you can go and focus on you know another platform, but really try and stick to one in the beginning. Okay, so social media, you know, people talk about it. It's important that people do video. It's important that they post. 
And uh, we're just getting started on our platform for social media, for loan team training. But what I wanted to ask you is for loan officers, Mm -hmm. what is the best way for them to get started? Just dip their toe in the water, so to speak, if they haven't really done much, like they're on, everyone's on social media, right? but not everyone's posting, not everyone's doing what they could. What's a good way for them to get started? Give us a tip. Yeah. So like you said, not everyone is on social media. If I ask you if you've scrolled Instagram or Facebook, the answer is, you know, going to be a resounding yes. Are you using it for business consistently? You know, that's usually the the one where everyone's hands kind of go down. And so when you're getting started or you're trying to ramp up your business pages, you know, obviously start with creating your business page or working on converting your bio on your pages. That's going to be first and foremost. You want to tell people who you are, where you do, you know, loans, right? One of my biggest pet peeves is when I go to your page, if I don't know if I can work with you, that's going to be hard. So where you do business, who you serve, if you have a niche, right? Like if you are just the guru when it comes to USDA loans, then tell people that really making sure you have a solid bio and then you have a plan in place. That's I think that's where a lot of people kind of crumble is not having like a strategy or a plan Mm -hmm. in terms of, okay, I can allot myself three days a week to post, not all five, right? That takes way too much time, way too much energy, but I can commit to three days a week. And to, in order to do that, we got to backtrack. We got to say, okay, well, I'm going to work on these three posts on the Friday before, or I'm going to work on all 12 posts for the month on one Monday before the month starts and create all of that content. So on those three days that you plan to post, you're not like, oh crap, I didn't post or I don't have content or anything like that. You have that strategy and that plan and that content already ready for you. So batching, batching your time, right? Exactly. Batching time, batching your content, and then using tools to help you. Chat GPT, AI, all of those things right now are, I mean, easy handing you like content on a platter, right? So mm-hmm. use some of those tools to really help streamline that process for you. I think that's that's crucial and key for, for anyone in the loan industry, any business, honestly. Yes. And, you know, people talk about AI. There are some people that are saying AI is great, but it's not my voice. Tell mm-hmm. us how AI becomes your voice. Yeah, literally treating it like a virtual assistant, right? So let's Mm -hmm. take ChatGPT, for example. That's what I use primarily for my business. And you have to talk to it like it's a virtual assistant. So if it spits out something that you don't like or words that you don't typically use, you tell it, right? If someone, if you hired a new employee and you were trying to train them and they did something you didn't like or that wasn't within your values or your business streamline, you would tell that person. You wouldn't just be like, oh, okay, I'll take it and Mm -hmm. I'll fix it myself. No, you want them to fix it. Right. So it's the same concept there. You just tell ChatGPT, hey, I don't like this version or I wouldn't use words like some of the things that they do say, you know, are very, very AI ChatGPT oriented. And it's like, I tell it all the time, I'm like, I don't know. Let's not say, you know, in the in the world, in the marketing world, like let's kind of use more down to earth tones and just having that conversation with it until it gets it right. Yes. And you can actually talk to it like a person. Exactly. And it, it, it's so nice too. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry, I didn't meet your expectations. I'm like, yeah, yeah, me too. Let's oh, that's funny. <laughs> and for those of you that don't know, I have it right here. The AI prompt mm-hmm. handbook that you wrote with Ginger Bell and Tony Gaza. Yeah. And you, this is a, a great book. I bought it as soon as it came out and I love it. So it, it's a great book for those of you that don't know. We'll put it in the show notes as well. Those are great tips. Those are really great tips. So batching time, blocking your time, batching, same thing, blocking your time, blocking your content. You're going to do it all at once. That really helps. I used to do a lot of video marketing when I was originating, doing it before other people in a small community that we lived in. It went really, really well as I did it, but I had to do it when I, I I did it when I thought about it. Like at the moment I thought, oh, that's a great idea. I'm going to do it right now. Yep. And but I could do that because I had a team that was taking care of things and taking care of everything else. But if I do when I do it now, I'm doing it in block time because yeah. I think it's important to do that. And kind of, you know, going along the lines of okay, you came up with a really great idea and you did the video right then and there. It's okay to take that really great idea and like I, on the notes on your phone, write yes. it down. You have like a full script in your head, like ready to go or oh, I want this video to be me moving around here or showing this screen or whatever, write it all down so you don't forget. And then on the day that you do go to batch your content, you don't have to think about your content. You have it all written down from all these ideas throughout the last couple of weeks that have just come to you or questions that you were asked from your you know, referral partners or clients. And you're like, oh, that would make a great video. I could respond to that in a video or a post or whatever write it all down. So then the day yes. you're batching your content, you got the list and you're not spending even more time trying to come up with the content. Absolutely. I've done that from day one. I would write notes in my notes in my phone. I would say, oh, this is a great idea. And it's called video tips. And okay, then yeah. each video tip is, a, and I never got to all of them, but they were great ideas and I can still use them. I love so it. Yeah. That's a great tip. So here you've given us a bunch of great tips already. So thank you for that. The loan Absolutely. officers- will benefit from that for sure. Are you holding off on training your loan partners, your loan assistants, your team members and support staff on how to wow your clients? Are they getting that kind of training from you? You probably plan on training them if you get a few extra hours, but when does that happen realistically? And meanwhile, your team is doing the best they can with the information that they have. But you know, this kind of training really doesn't exist anywhere else. When you do the training, that means you're not as responsive as you want to be with your clients and you're not hitting your closing and income goals as a loan officer. So how much is it costing you to not have a team that's properly trained how to wow clients and referral partners so that they only want to work with you because of the great experience that they're getting? We teach them how to use efficient step-by-step processes and systems that work, how to follow up so nothing falls through the cracks and loans close on time and even early, how to build wonderful relationships with clients, how to wow people so they go, man, that was an amazing experience. The members of his or her team are amazing. They're so on it. How to use scripts and dialogues for winning clients, setting expectations and communicating with clients so that you can prevent problems down the road. How to handle difficult clients, how to make clients feel appreciated and valued, and how to handle and overcome objections. 
it might be time to ask for some help. That's why we're here. Loan Team Training has our next live WOW training coming up. We train your team for you so you can focus on closing loans. Check it out at LoanTeamTraining.com for our next class and see how many five-star reviews we have from past WOW training participants and their loan officers who sent them at LoanTeamTrainingReviews.com. Remember, it's an interactive virtual training with live trainers, and we train any of your support staff that is communicating with clients and referral partners. Our sessions are 9 to 11.30 Pacific time. Check us out and sign your loan partner or team member up at LoanTeamTraining.com. What's one thing, just to change a little bit topic, you know how big I am on mindset. Mm -hmm. And I wondered, what is one thing that you do to be intentional every day about having the right mindset, a successful mindset? Because we're all going to have bad days, right? Everyone has days that are hard or hours that are hard or whatever. And so what do you do? What, I just like to hear different people's uh, stories. Yeah, I how, what, how they do it. And I need to like hire you for a mindset coach over there. <laughs> um, <laughs> so intentionally, I try um, at the beginning of every week, I try to lay out my week in hours, like in time. So, you know, working with clients and spending a lot of time with that, trying to batch out my time throughout the week. I try to be very intentional with that on a weekly basis. On a daily basis, <laughs> I sit down and I try, I, same thing with my calendar, just because I'm so busy with my son and doctor's appointments and all of the things. I try to look at my calendar every morning. And then when I wake up, I try to do a gratitude journal. I like that. Most days I try. <laughs> and I try to read. I have a daily wisdom for women devotional. I love um, that. And I try to read, you'll see I'm a little behind, but I do try to read that every morning when I sit, Mm -hmm. like, that's why it's at my desk is I try to like put it in front of me so I don't forget to read it every day. So those are like the main things that I do intentionally often. I wouldn't say daily, but I try. (laughs) That's great. Because, you know, being a working mom and a wife and a business owner and all the things that we do every day, it makes it difficult sometimes if we're not being intentional. And I love your idea about the gratitude journal. That is, And it doesn't have to be really long. You know, I went a long time. I used to be really good about keeping a journal and I kept journals, basic journals, not like real detailed journals for my kids when they were young. And then I started to do it for my oldest grandson and I I got off track. I started, you know, built a business, built the coaching business, did all that stuff. And so I got away from it. I hate to say it, but I got away from it. But what I've done recently is realize that it does not have to be long. It doesn't have to be super long. It can be one or two lines about how you're feeling that morning or something that you learned or you're grateful for something or this experience happened. Because when you're older, like in your 80s and 90s, hopefully we live that long, but in your hundreds, you will leave a legacy for your family of those experiences. And you may not even remember them at that point. Right. And I can guarantee you as a grandmother right now, I can guarantee you that I wish I could remember every detail about raising my kids, but I can't. I don't remember every detail. And, you know, I think as your kids get older and they have their own kids, I think you look back and you think that it was a certain way, 
-hmm. in your mind, but it might not have been. But had I written those things down, I did write a lot of things down, but had I written more down, even if it was brief, it would have been something that I could look back and treasure. So that's a tip for, you know, just having a journal. I think it's really important to journal things. And so what I've done recently is I've gotten my phone in my notes and I have, I just put Irene Duford's journal and the date and I talk into it. Sometimes I'll type into it. Most of the time I talk into it, just a few brief lines. Sometimes it's a little longer and sometimes it's not, but it has really helped me to get things out of my head onto paper, so to speak, even though it's not paper. Yeah. that's a tip for people. If they don't have time, it, it takes me three minutes to to put my, if I'm talking into it, it takes me three minutes. You can always go back and refine it later, but right. that's a positive thing to do every morning. And of course, I have affirmations that I do every single morning, a good self-talk that's really, okay. oh, I like really, that. really good. And so if you want a tip or if the listeners want a tip, you can go to selftalkplus.com. It's a it's an app from Sh- Dr. Shad Helmstetter, and he is the actual guru, the um, original one that brought self talk into place many, many, many years ago. And he is an amazing expert at it. And what I do is I listen to that every morning. I listen. I'll pick a topic and I'll listen to it, and it starts my day out the way I need to, you know, the the positive way that I uh, have successful self-talk. So that's a little tip for everybody in case you want to. I wrote that down. (laughs) Good, good. And I actually got to interview him on the podcast earlier. I don't have the episode number in front of me, but if you look up Dr. Shad Helmstetter, um, I got to interview him in the podcast on this podcast. So pretty exciting. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a good way to start the morning. So you have some good tips there. What's one lesson that you've learned as you've been a business owner? What's one lesson that- You probably have a hundred of them, but what's what's one that you could think of that could help some of the loan officers and other people listening to this podcast that are business? Yeah, one like lesson slash word for me would really be like perseverance. It's like immediately what came to mind when you said that for me, because it can be tough. And I know right now, especially for LOs, it can be tough. Um, a lot with going out, coming in, you know. So I think. For me, it's been, you know, starting your own business or going into a new industry or in a tough industry, it's very, um, like mine is very saturated. Social media marketers are, seem to be a dime a dozen. Uh, One video goes viral and now they're social media marketers. Whereas I have like the background in marketing, right? I've got undergrad and master's in marketing and I've been doing it for a long time. But I think like the imposter syndrome really, really creeps in and you have to really persevere through that. And I think kind of going along the lines of like your mindset Mm -hmm. is, is key to that. So my, my like one, one of many, but my like biggest lesson is knowing that you know more than someone else that's why you do what you're doing. And so I know more than even if it's and I I was told this many years ago, when I first started my business was even if you know, 10% more than the person you're speaking to on social media, or whatever your industry is, you are an expert to them. Mm -hmm. And that's all it takes. And so you know, when that imposter syndrome comes in, you have to keep thinking about that. And 
if someone knows more than you, then that's not your, that's not your person anyways. Right. So you right. really have to like first in, in business, I feel like you really have to persevere. And that's something that I've learned over the past couple of years in my own business. Yes. That's a great one. You know, fear is an interesting thing, isn't it? It can cause us to not do things and it can cause us to do things. And working through fear is really important. How do you find yourself working through fear when it comes up? Oh, uh, just keep going. <laughs> That's it. I mean, honestly, yeah, it's it's in my head and it can stay there. Uh, sometimes, actually, like what you said, um, when stuff creeps into my head, I have a notes on my phone where I just jot down what my fear is in the moment, like in the moment, because a lot of times for me, stuff festers in my head. Mm -hmm. But the moment I put it on paper, no matter how silly it sounds or how ridiculous it sounds, it's out of my head. And yes. About it. So that's, those are my two things. I either work through it and it's just kind of there, or I'll write it down in the moment, regardless of how like silly or dumb, I think it might look on paper. Um, or if someone read it, they would be like, what is this? You know, uh, but it gets out of my head. <laughs> that is really a good tip. I do the same thing. I write it, I get it out of my head and then it feels, it does, it doesn't take space anymore. Yeah, it like clears it. it it's, mm -hmm. it's interesting how that works. I, I thought at first like writing it down would almost make it more real, mm -hmm. right? Like, it would, like, oh, if it's just in my head, it's just in my head. And writing it down made it seem very like, oh, no, it's actually real. But it was quite the opposite when I started doing it. It, it actually just got out of my head. And it yes. was festering and building and building and building until it drove me nuts. So. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, you and I got to speak recently at the National Association of Mortgage Brokers in Florida. You got to speak in the morning and I spoke in the afternoon and you did such a great job and you gave so much value that day. You are full of ideas for people and tips and you give, give, give. And I just really appreciate that about you. That's one of the things that I love about you. What's your biggest advice for someone, a loan officer or anyone getting started in social media, or maybe they're there, like we talked about, but they haven't really done much. Yeah. If you are just getting started, like maybe you just created your accounts or you don't have a presence on social media yet, it's first and foremost, figuring out who your ideal client is going to be on social media because you are not trying to target everybody when you're creating content, right? So, you know, when you are, are you going to try and, you know, target your referral partners? Are you going to try and target realtors? Are you going to try and target clients? The verbiage that you're going to put out there on your, your social media pages is going to look different for each of those sectors of your business. And you want to make sure that you are speaking to one individual person when you put content out. So if you are putting content out for realtors, that what you're writing in your caption is going to look different than what you're writing in your caption for a first time home buyer. Mm -hmm. So I, if you're just starting out, and even if you're not, but if you're just starting out, that base is key to that, to building. And it's also key to the algorithm. The algorithm needs to know to how, like who to show your content to. Mm -hmm. So you, you have to tell it basically. And you tell it through your content, your captions, your bio, your, you know, your hashtags. That's how you kind of tell the algorithm, right? If you just create an account and you just say, oh, hi, I'm the Chelsea Gardner. And you're telling yourself, I want to get in front of mortgage professionals. 
Instagram doesn't know that, right? Right. <laughs> like, cool, let me just show all your stuff to your ideal client. They don't know that. <laughs> so it's making sure that you know who you're trying to be in front of, their pain points, their objections, and then putting that content out there specific to them, I think is is the baseline of getting started. That's great. So let me ask you, Chelsea, a really important question. Why would someone come to you to do social media marketing other than the fact that you're great at what you do? Besides that, why go to Chelsea instead of someone else? Yeah. So for me, I am a very hands-on with my clients, with their content. I am very customer-focused, client-focused. I'm also, I specialize in the mortgage industry. So I stay on top of what's trending, the ideas, right? I keep up with all of that. So everyone else does not have to. I truly, I truly love all of my clients. They're absolutely amazing and I get to know them. And it's not just, oh, I'm cranking content out. I max, I max out at a certain number of clients because I want that approach, right? When you work with me, you're actually working with me. And you're not working with someone else or someone else isn't emailing you or getting, you know, talking to you, you're talking directly to me. That's a huge piece of building your brand is I need to know who you are in order to speak like you on your content. And if it's just you sending over ideas to someone that's just then cranking out content or even, you know, signing up for those things that create the exact same content for everyone that signs up, like, it's just not personalized. And so I really try to be a lot more personalized. And a lot of my clients then after like the first few months when they're like, oh yeah, Chelsea's got this. Like I may not talk to them for months, right? Like I I try to have monthly calls, but then they're like, no, you've got this. You're good. Like the stuff I see is perfectly fine and we don't need to chat, you know? So they trust me in just putting out the content for them and they're completely hands off their social media. So that's that's kind of the, the benefits of, of working with me. I love it. So what words of encouragement do you have for loan officers and other business owners today in these current times that we're in? Yeah. For in the social media world, I would say just go for it. (laughs) You are never like perfection in social media world is just not a thing anymore. You know, a lot of times people really try to have the perfect video, craft the perfect caption, craft the perfect picture. And it's just, you don't have to be perfect. No. Um, on social media. And a lot of people, I think, respect when you're much more real and raw now, right? Like maybe a couple of years ago when video was first coming out in social media, the perfectly curated videos did well. But now I think people crave authenticity. No one is you. And so you're creating a brand that no one else has because you are your brand, regardless of how many other LOs there are in the entire world, Mm -hmm. you are the only LO of your brand. And so I think like putting that information out there and being yourself and being authentic is is key. I think, you know, you, you can do it. So, so Chelsea, thank you so much for everything that you've shared today with us. Where can people find you? Yeah, you're very welcome. Thanks for having me. I am, like I said before, on every platform, at the Chelsea Gardner. So Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. But if you want to send me a message or talk to me, reach out to me. I'm more so on Instagram at the Chelsea Gardner than anywhere else. Okay, great. Well, you've offered some great stuff today today here, and I highly recommend people using you. And 
We're going to put in the show notes all your information as well. But I just want to thank you for being here and taking your time and sharing with us things that are really, really powerful in people's business. Social media is a big deal and it doesn't have to take a long time, right? Right. Yep, exactly. So thanks for being here. Thanks so much. I appreciate it. I love being here. (laughs) Thanks. Thank you for being here today. I really appreciate you taking the time to be here on the Loan Officer Team Training Podcast. If we can help you in any way, let us know. But what we would really appreciate is if you would share this podcast with other loan officers and other business owners that you know, that would mean the world to me. So enjoy your day, have fun, and keep staying positive. 